Welcome to the Blunt Letters Podcast. I'm your host, Electric, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michaela Superstar. Hello. And our special mm-hmm. guest, Dr. Lee. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm so glad we could have you here again. Yeah, I love talking to you. You're a fan fave. Stuff, science, conspiracies, funny mm-hmm. things, shark farts. Hell yeah. Yep. That's us. The That's otter us. operas. <laughs> yeah, I love an otter opera. An otter, a yotter otter opera. I love otters in general. I saw some recently and I was like, you guys are cute. I you need a yacht. And then I'm going to write an opera all about it. <laughs> I have had the same idea for a sea otter tattoo for like, what 10 years and have what? never acted on it yeah Do we all need to go get a sea otter tattoos together just, of different I, things i just can't think of how you can get it done without it like from afar looking like a turd floating in water that's why i haven't pulled mm, the trigger what's wrong with that i mean it's Turds not what i was going for i you yeah. know yeah <laughs> hmm. Hmm. would you get the whole body of the otter or would you just get like a portrait of the head you could get shoulders? a portrait Mm-hmm. I guess you could get a portrait of the head and then yeah. the less dirty from a distance. And someone's like, why do yeah. you have a shithead tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> There's a shit sticking out of water from a distance. Maybe that's what it, yeah. Didn't I do an otter portrait for you? A yachter otter. Yeah, you did. It was like yeah, that a would be otter with a, a yacht hat. Yeah, a sailor yeah. or a captain's hat. Captain's hat, yeah. See, my that would be a good one. For my tattoo was going to be wearing sunglasses because oh, one go. time... Me and Sam went kayaking in Monterey. And it was really windy. His sunglasses flew off of his face, and there were sea otters everywhere. And then we joked that the sea otters were going to look real cool in his shades. Oh, That's I thought amazing. you were going to tell me one of them like <laughs> put them on. I we we were hoping, but that we didn't know they didn't go for it. But they we waited till you paddled away, and then yeah. they put them on. They're like, we're not going to make it obvious. We just took these. Don't show the humans our enjoyment with their things. That's pretty cute. I think that would be adorable. I don't think people, because then people are like, why do you have a fucking turd with sunglasses? I mean, someone they'll know. Yeah, once you put the sunglasses on, anything you is know, cool. If you get it done really <laughs> cartoony and not realistic, it'll look less like a turd. Like if you get it looking like more I, like a Pokemon or some shit, people are like, oh, cute. You know, they won't be like, oh, it's a Pokemon shit. They'll be like, oh, what is that? A beaver, an otter, a fox, a dog? Because they all look the same. Yeah. And you can be like, it's got sunglasses, it's an otter, it's in the water. That's true. Maybe. I'm still, I'm still ruminating. I'm yeah. ruminating. Yeah. Otter in the water. Think about it. <laughs> They're cute. So cute. Really cute. I totally recommend. I yeah, highly recommend idea. otter tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have an otter tattoo, tattoo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you have an otter to do, a tag at the blunt letters on Instagram or TikTok so we can see it because I want to see these tattoos. Yeah, no. tattoos. Yeah, if you have a non turdy otter tattoo. Yeah. If you got a non turdy tattoo, <laughs> let us know at the blunt letters podcast. Actually, I'd like to see a turd tattoo also, though. So, Oh, there's so many. Don't say that, man. You're going to get like 400 (laughs) emails of turd tattoos. At the blunt letters. (laughs) Just turds. (laughs) Just turds. Yeah. On someone's forehead. Like, I thought that's what you meant. It's like a frat thing. It's a turd tattoo. It's when you shit on someone's forehead and you jerk off in their mouth and you're not. And then you're in the brotherhood and you're like, uh, that's weird. Why do you do that for the fraternities? Ugh, sorry. You hear stories. Yeah. Turds. I bet you some fraternity took a fucking dump on someone's head as part of their like ritual well, good times. Fraternities are not known for being the brightest in their schemes or no, you know, that's what I was trying to put down there. Schemes. There was a time in college where I'm hanging out with all my lab friends in our lab area, doing our homework, grading things, and somebody walks in and says, Stop what you're doing and follow me to the men's bathroom. And we all went. He needed to show us the most gigantic turd any Whoa. of us have ever seen. Uh, there was a crowd of about 12 people in a men's bathroom with like two stalls for the entire evening just watching this, wow. uh, witnessing it. Yeah, it witnessing. Was, wow. That's why, that's why you need Poop Burn would... by... <laughs> <laughs> it would have required manual removal, and I feel so bad for... 
whoever worked there at that time is manual never, removal i don't Couldn't understand you just how, break it up somehow yeah just break it up with a coat hanger <laughs> haven't you ever had a big turd in your life what the hell's wrong with you yeah where are you gonna take it out and throw it away like, yeah who's gonna do that why would you do that I why think don't do that it, I think you can break it up. What is it? A rock? Did someone a shit an actual brick? I'm <laughs> oh. sure people have yeah, had jackhammer, to- bish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it could have come out of anyone. I still don't. It's still one of the mysteries of my life. Mm, I've had, I feel like I've had those kind of boots. <laughs> Where I was like, it's sticking out of the toilet <laughs> when I got up. Like it followed me. Like it missed me. That's really funny. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, that's all one thing, right? But editors are very good at things like that. And this again, they probably have a wire just for breaking up poops or like a thing for, seriously, if you I clean see- bathrooms, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've had one of those at a job where I had to clean the bathroom. I was like, I just, I just keep this wire here now for breaking up the poops that don't go down. <laughs> Thanks, Papa Gino's or whatever I lived next to at the time, clogging my toilet at the record Yikes. shop. Papa Gino's. <laughs> I love those breadsticks, though. Fuck. Dude, I didn't clog the toilet at. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Not that's Papa all, Gino's. That's not what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we're talking, what are we about-, talking about conspiracy. Conspiracy Ooh. corners. Tonight we're talking about conspiracies. And uh, my best friend's exorcism, too, right? The book and movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But first, we got to do a little something called What Are You Drinking? Do, 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 right? Dr. Lee. Okay, don't <laughs> I like that squeak. What was that? Yeah, that was a nice effect on that. <laughs> that socks in his toys. <laughs> He's having a toy. Did you get those ridiculous toys again? Like the wine bottles yeah. and the pot? There was some that I was like, I don't even know what that's supposed to be, but I love it. It, it, it um, had to be creative when I was trying to figure out what some of the things were like, you know, this could yeah. be a carrot, but I bought another bag because he already destroyed all 20 whatever pieces from the first yeah. bag. So, yeah. I made it my mission to, I was like outraged when I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, buyers dog toys because they go through them. They are so expensive. Yes, and then yeah. I'm so cheap. I was like, no, I am not paying more than a dollar for a toy that's going to get torn up. So I found, I think it was like 18 toys for $16. And I was like, there yeah. we go. Like I finally found vindicated. Cause I was like, these are literally going to end up in the garbage in like two days. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll go through them fast. Yeah. Right. That's what you said. So I was like, I wanted to buy you like a massive amount of these toys. Cause I knew it would literally last like two weeks, maybe cause they were cheap, but it's like, who cares? They're going to be destroyed anyway. And they looked like wine good. bottles. And there, there's two wine bottles there's a giant broccoli there's all avocado Aww. dude i gotta see them with the wine bottle that just shit, like them passed out with it or <laughs> holding it in their mouth or like didn't, wasn't there like a cigar or a pipe or something there's i was like that's pipe. so funny yeah. <laughs> that's i was like cool. you gotta send me a picture it's uh, like kids i'd rather see people's pet photos than their, kid than their children covered yeah. in cake and shit it's like Bleh. i gotta get some photos but you know, I never one to... ever sends you a picture of their cat covered in cat food and is like, look how cute. But you see that shit with babies all the time. And you're like, that is uncomfortable <laughs> to look at. <laughs> no, I don't want to see spaghetti in your baby's hair. Yeah. But I want to see your dog pictures. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to take yeah. kids and more dog I look when they're doing so funny, you know, like, like they look like they're eating broccoli or something. It just cracked me up. <laughs> I was laughing. To monitor socks because he, uh, you know, he'll obviously he'll tear apart the toys, but he likes to swallow pieces. Oh, so he'll, yeah. he gets the toys under supervision. Mm-hmm. And when nobody's around, I have to hide them, but he can smell them wherever they are. Right. And the only place he doesn't smell them is when I put them in the freezer. <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's like, scientist like, thinking. Yeah. Where does smell not exist? Do, do, do computing. <laughs> when, when Sub my zero mom, temperatures. My mom was helping me move out of my apartment <laughs> earlier this month and she opened up the freezer to make sure it was empty. There was still like a couple of dog toys in there. She's like, what the fuck is this? Why is this in here? What is the meaning of this? It's like, what no, is it's, the meaning it's, of this? Socks toys. He'll cry all night if I don't put them in there because he'll smell wherever they are. It's nothing weird. She, I'm sure she automatically goes to, well, what are these young people doing? But no, it's They're soaking them in LSD. <laughs> the socks I need to. There, but it makes sense because that's how you make your sneaker stop stinking too. 
I just feel like it's the only thing where he can't, he can no mm -hmm. longer smell where they are. Because if I put him up in the closet, he'll smell it. He'll go to the closet and just stand there and cry. If I had it in a drawer, he'll go to the drawer and stand there and cry. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that story. <laughs> I know. I had a boyfriend like that, but it wasn't about toys. <laughs> you can't put, you can't put that can in the freezer. You smell it. <laughs> I mean, it's not strong. I couldn't put it in the freezer. No. <laughs> So what are you drinking? <laughs> oh, right, right. Okay. Um, I just moved in, so all I have is a smeared off ice. Oh, nice. In my ace cup. That's all I got. A mug. What, I love it. You're drinking kind of smearing off ice out of a it's mug. It's just it's just regular. It's yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. Lemon at the original lemon lime, yeah. Okay. I what saw okay. spicy tamarindo smirnoff ice and I was like, do I Ooh, want that? I would want that. Yeah. They sound good, but they, I think I'm too old and they'll give me in um heartburn. Uh, <laughs> the, the seltzers the I like, but the seltzers give me heartburn too. And I feel like just the word iced to me says this opposite. There's mm. like a little aftertaste in that smirnoff ice that I don't like. It's yeah. like, I like it like that's heartburn of the way yeah that's that's, that's chemically heartburn that's what yeah. you're tasting it, you that's take what I'm a sip and about. it's like oh this is uh yeah okay yeah if exactly. i was younger maybe if i was younger it's i don't like have that. the right right it's the meme oh. face the mm. yeah i <laughs> yeah. can't even drink wine anymore without being like Bleh. it's like just give me my vodka and my gin i'm an old lady vodka and gin so good all the old ladies and all the movies drinking just like straight up just cold vodka or martinis. I'm like, I understand now. No hangover, <laughs> you know, like no sugar, no hangover. You don't get the heartburn. Like seriously, that's why old people drink these drinks like me. And what, are you what drinking? I'm drinking is I am finishing off my lemongrass infused vodka that I made a few Ooh. weeks ago. Dude, there is something crazy about this lemon. Like, I don't, okay, I don't know. I drink Sky Vodka a bunch. It's good, but it's not like so high quality. You don't taste the vodka-ness of it. Mm. Something about the lemongrass has really neutralized something in the vodka that I swear to fucking God, I will make this for you in just a few weeks when I'm out there and I live in California town, that it does not taste like fucking alcohol. Hmm. The point where I kept putting enough in where I could taste it and it was like a ridiculously strong drink. There's and I I don't know what it is, but there's something about that infusion that tastes smooth as silk. That's delightful. So go and do it. So I did that. So all I did was chop up a bunch of fresh uh, lemongrass and just stick it in an old maple syrup bottle that is really cute, full of vodka. <laughs> Shaped like a tree. It's really cute. It's Aww. like from a like like a fancy place and it was expensive and it's glass and I saved it and now it's like a little tree thing mm -hmm. and so I put my vodka in there. But that's all I did. Just stuck it in there. It's amazing. And then I had some leftover lemongrass sugar, it's water that I made like a simple syrup and uh that's it. Oh no, I already drank that. I finished uh... that. No, 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 no. What I'm drinking right now is good too. <laughs> it's that lemongrass vodka, but I added elderflower rose syrup and seltzer oh. too. That's right. So I was like, ooh, triple flowery delight, delight or something. But yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Oh, and I put a cherry in it. <laughs> For that. Ooh, you fancy. Because I made um Omar a homemade grenadine. Early temple. Yeah, with cherries, extra cherries, just like he likes it. That's nice. Use your homemade uh, grenadine. Did he like it? Yeah. It's not to like. Yeah. Organic <laughs> pomegranate juice and organic sugar and a organic lemon. Pretty great stuff. I mean, tasty. High quality. Tasty. What are you drinking? So tonight I'm going for something a little different, but not that different. I got some Bombay gin. <gasps> Love it. And I put in some orange water, which I forgot we had, but uh recently i was looking for some extracts and i found the orange water and it kind of looks like clear bitters or something like you just shake it onto a drink mm -hmm. like bitters and it imbibes it with like an orange flower taste mm -hmm. so i put that in there and i put some of that apricot liqueur that i got and some regular club soda and a orange 
wedge as a garnish and it's just like this really light floral kind of mm. orange that's good orange apricot oh i like that yeah spritz gin spritz that's great i like it that really good i was trying I to go for something different tonight. i yeah. almost went or- i have a bunch of oranges i almost went orange i should have could have been matchy. I'm trying to. Uh, I feel like a lot of the drinks I've been having recently have been like the flavored gin. So I got back to basics with the Bombay, mm-hmm. and I wanted to doll it up with some other kind of uh, ingredients. I love the Bombay. It's my standby favorite. I was half off at the grocery store. What the hell? Yeah, it was, <laughs> was twelve ninety nine instead of twenty four ninety nine. What the no, fuck? Get like six more. Are we kidding me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's when you act like your parents <laughs> let me get the the pack let me get what yeah let me get the the palette yeah carton price <laughs> anyways cheers cheers everybody in a world where snakes get real big from the makers of tarantula tornado there's a real big snake down there Oh, okay. They ignored her research. I told you! Why didn't you listen? You seem drunk. I'm always drunk. And I'm always right. She was right. There's a real snake down there. They've taken over the entire town. I mean, what I'm, not trying what? To, I'm not trying to assume their gender. They are singular. Oh, that makes sense. I'm tired of these real big snakes in this tiny drain. I, I, I think I saw it, but I'm not sure. I saw a real big snake over there. <gasps> hey, y'all seen a snake over here? Oh, no! Explosions. Find large snake stock footage. Explosions and cards flipping. I just want to make it clear that I'm not. I just want to make it clear that I'm not assuming their gender. No, we get it. I mean, you don't know about snake dicks. We get it. Who does? <laughs> I do. Why didn't you understand? I'm a reptile scientist. I'm drunk, and I told you about snakes. Rated S for snakes. Their gender. Ticks are are weird, and what I do know about ticks is that they don't really serve a purpose in nature except to themselves and their their bacterial symbiote. So in theory, we could wipe out all ticks, and nobody, nobody cares would be harmed. Yeah, like nothing just, survives off of them. I mean, no. I know a lot of things eat them, but it's probably just because they're easy to eat because they're everywhere. It's so for mosquitoes, if you eliminate mosquitoes, you are taking away like bat food and you are mm-hmm. taking away pollinators. And some of them right. are actually important pollinators. Yes. Probably not Aedes aegypti, which is one that factors a lot of viral diseases. But as far as I can tell, there's no reason for us to keep ticks around at all. Whoa. Nobody depends on ticks. But for like example, mice, ticks can like parasitize mice. Mice are super important to any other yeah. carnivore. Yeah, so, and birds and shit. Yes. Little so, other animals. Tonight, yeah. we're talking about the weaponization <laughs> of ticks with Dr. <laughs> Lee and Mikhail Superstar and myself and how it has happened. I don't actually know why. Maybe Mikhail will tell us. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're having another Conspiracy Corner tonight with me. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner with your hosts, actually this started because i was fascinated with these like mysterious islands that do this weird research like block island or montauk or like places that are kind of in the middle of nowhere where they're doing this like weird research that you hear about and all the conspiracy stuff and even just like straight up documentaries where they're like yeah they were doing the philadelphia experiment here it's fucked up so those are like in the northeast right montauk Mm -hmm. Okay. That's in uh, like Long Island and stuff. So there's a place like off the coast of Connecticut that I always heard that they were doing biological experiments. And that supposedly, what's it called? Block Island or whatever? I don't know. I I already forgot. But it's, um, I mean, I only grew up here, right? So (laughs) (laughs) 
there's just so many of them and i started reading about a bunch of them and then i was like wait what 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 and then uh anyway there was all these rumors that that's where lyme disease started because they weaponized ticks there and they got out because a lot of the big explosion of lyme disease happened in connecticut and like rhode island and um, Long Island and stuff. So they were saying like, oh, wow, isn't that weird that like Lyme disease started to explode there? And there had been cases in other places, but not in this concentration, I guess. Like every, it's like they have a lot of, there's a lot of testimonies that are like, all of a sudden, everyone I fucking know had Lyme disease. It's Whoa. like, yeah, well, that's weird, right? So what is Lyme disease? So Lyme disease, interestingly, it seems like it's a bacteria that's similar to syphilis or it's like a virus that's similar to syphilis or something and that's really interesting to me like it looks like syphilis too and that's why they think it could actually even be transmittable if like married like they they have like a like married couples who like one has Lyme like sometimes like the other might exhibit symptoms and they're wondering if it might not be transmissible because it's so similar to syphilis so it's just like this virus that I guess I think it's called the Borrelia burgdorferi. Burgdorferi. <laughs> it's a um, it's a type of a bacterium yeah. that I think you pronounce Burgdorf. Burgdorfium. Burgdorf. Yeah, his name was Burgdorf. Burgdorf. His name was Burgdorf. Right, the guy who discovered it. The so Burgdorferi. And then, yeah, it's the same type of bacteria. I guess in the same bacterial family is the type of bacteria that causes syphilis. So yeah, that's why you're here. See? They look similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. That's why we need the scientists here, right? So yeah. like, you can back me up on like the weird, like I kind of get it, but like I also <laughs> did just like really cram this in the last two days because it's something I'm familiar with as a layman who's like a weird painter, musician, podcaster, but not an actual scientist who's studying Lyme disease. But I'm fascinated in the stuff. So I did. So yeah, this is my dive. But I was like, get Lee on because <laughs> I don't really know what I'm talking about. So right. So it's weird, right? It's like, oh, but I understand that it looks similar. So maybe. Yes. It could be transmissible. I don't know. That's so fucking weird to me. So it is in ticks and they bite you and you get it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people had gotten Lyme disease before but it's just this weird explosion of it and then initially they thought it only lasted a few weeks but that's kind of controversial because like actually even my brother has Lyme disease or got Lyme disease and he said it was excruciating but only for a few weeks and then he's fine and he hasn't had any chronic things supposedly I mean you know some people especially men don't talk about how they really feel or could just have chronic things and don't want to talk about it or don't complain about it because they think it's just because again a lot of the chronic things could be flu or fucking COVID it's like it's similar to so many things that are so mild but could just make you feel like shit and that's why it takes like five years to diagnose it in people because they're like you're making it up you have fibromyalgia you are full of shit you just want attention you're so pretty that you just need more attention is in this documentary they told this one girl wow they're like you're an attractive woman you just feel like you need more attention and it was like like what what the doctor says always get a second opinion doctors are people and people are infinitely fallible so just yeah has a md or phd behind their name it does not mean you trust what they say even me like i yeah always get a second opinion yeah yeah it's crazy and like a lot of people think that Lyme disease is bullshit like that chronic Lyme disease is bullshit long-term it's like and the doctors will literally just dismiss it the FDA like the people in charge of what's like what your insurance will pay for or like it's bullshit essentially but they're not nice to want to pay for anything so exactly <laughs> which is like again so like essentially I listened to a bunch of the bit the bitten which was written by Chris Newby she's a engineer and science writer by trade and then she got Lyme disease so she and so with her own research with her family and herself to get better she ended up writing this book called Bitten and uh, Bitten the secret history of Lyme disease and bioweapons biological weapons and then she also did a documentary under our skin 
And I think there's another one like Skin Deep that all about Lyme disease and really fascinating. And it'll be linked in the show notes because when you see the testimonials of these people that live with it, it's like, fuck you, man. Like this is because this can become debilitating. It's been passed down to babies. Wow. And these kids have like MS like symptoms, but they don't have MS. They have these they have Lyme disease in their system. So it's like when people say they're like, oh, why would it even be weaponized? It doesn't kill you. No, it could be a generational thing. It could be a weakening of a whole fucking society thing like that's a weapon and that's a weapon that you can't say oh like agent orange you spread it on us we detected it you fucking fucked us up united states government this is something you'd be like what there's no finger like this woman actually says there's no fingerprint on the back of a tick when they release it on the backs of cubans working in sugar fields which a cia operative told her and she talks about in her book wow. where they're like oh we've done that yeah we've done it cia has done a lot of bullshit <laughs> And what she says, they've also done thousands and thousands of open air experiments that they thought were harmless. And hey, turned out some of them fucking weren't. So knowing that, seeing the documentation of that, and then looking at this, like just the way that this bacteria acts and how weird that the government itself won't acknowledge it when so many people are suffering. It's like, it's just becomes conspiratorial to me where it's like why why are you ignoring these people and then they have doctors that you can find like there was this dr jones something jones and he was giving like long-term uh antibiotics which is really controversial because a lot of doctors like that won't work Mm -hmm. you give people antibiotics a long time it just stops working but lo and behold it really did save the life and the livelihood of so many of his patients that they called him a fucking angel he saved my life they show people who couldn't like fucking walk until they did his fucking treatments and they showed a woman who's again had a lot of like ms like neurological stuff and tics and like just that like you know not being able to control your bodily movements until she did this therapy and it took years but like he got her better and she's like studying to be a nurse now and that was the couple that then her husband started to have symptoms and his test came back inconclusive so far, but he's, they were like, holy shit, is this even transmittable? Because we know children get it. Why wouldn't your partner get it? Like, and it is similar to. Oh, wow. So like it could have been spread through sexual contact. And we know that they probably made the HIV virus. I mean, there's a lot of documentation on that. And again, it's not about killing you outright. It's about debilitating a whole society, weakening a whole group of people in general right i mean i know so many people with lyme disease now i mean i'm in my 40s i didn't grow up knowing hella people with lyme disease in connecticut but now like i said it's even my family lyme disease is something that's not super easy to diagnose not just because of the symptoms but like detecting it in people and then with chronic lyme disease i know very little about it except for the fact that because chronic lyme disease is really the oddball. Like it's hard for people to prove that they actually still have something in their system, in their body. Maybe it's autoimmune what's going on after your initial infection. You can have autoimmune issues after that. Yeah. But I think part of the reason, I think one thing that's complicated understanding Lyme disease is these wellness gurus and homeopathy assholes, because I'm sorry, homeopathy is not real. It does not Mm -hmm. work. There is no science proving that it does work. They turn to calling things Lyme disease when people have chronic issues. They call it Lyme disease and they co-opt that term Mm -hmm. in order to sell people bullshit that doesn't work to enrich themselves. Um, And I think that's made it even more complicated that people get a bad, people have chronic issues because of Lyme disease. They might get a bad rap. You're one of those weirdos who thinks it's chemicals in the environment who's, you know, making them sick all the time, you know. Right. Well, it's interesting, too, is that this other researcher, um, Alan McDonald, found a gel-like substance. He called it a biofilm, which, again, I was like, maybe you know more about what that means. But he was like- Biofilms are created by bacteria, yes. And he said it would make some cases of Lyme disease hard to treat, chronic, and have relapses so he's like maybe that's the secret of why some people have chronic Lyme diseases because of this biofilm or whatever can you talk more about what that is Dr. Lee like what is a biofilm I think a biofilm I think I'm not a microbiologist but I think a biofilm basically describe describes like um bacteria city um so just layers of bacterial communities sort of living together in mm-hmm. in perfect harmony would be a biofilm he said it like protected it more it kind of almost like it kind of like it, protected the the bacteria in this way 
bacteria, so that it could come back or something. I don't know. Bacteria are amazing um, in the way that they can modulate their environments around them, signal mm-hmm. to other bacteria. Yeah, yeah. They can do beneficial things for each other. I think the first antibiotics that were discovered are antibiotics, which are essentially, you know, chemicals that will kill bacteria mm-hmm. were, were made by other bacteria in order to modulate mm-hmm. what other species right. could grow around them. And so, yeah, a biofilm is like this tight knit community of bacteria. That's oh, okay. And it's com- usually composed of many different types of bacteria. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what they mean if they're talking about a biofilm in a person. I don't understand what that means, but yeah, I, have, I didn't really no know how this bacterium works in the human body or its mode of making people. Right. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy was like, to find it on this bacteria is fascinating. Like he was like, it's kind of fucking weird, you know. <laughs> like, uh, not that nature isn't weird, but <laughs> nature again, fantastically weird. But yeah. this guy was kind of on the side of maybe this was fucking engineered, you know. Like this was his take on it. So it's like he was just like, this is possible. I don't know, but <laughs> maybe that's why. I have. I'm always cautious with the term engineered um, mm-hmm. because it implies intent when maybe. It's, it's hard to understand what intent is. So like when scientists engineer a virus that is attenuated, they basically, they you've got a virus that's deadly like polio. You keep passing it through the cell lines that it can grow one until mm-hmm. you finally find a version of the virus that, for example, no longer makes mice sick when you inject it. Into right. That's technically mm-hmm. engineering a virus that right. is attenuated that you can give to people in a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where the intent there is good right oh yeah no it's just sort of like saying it didn't occur without a nudge right that's my only implication in saying engineered like perhaps whether it was good or bad maybe nature is always nudging nature right that's what i'm saying it could be either way i'm open-minded but it was just been like very interesting to me to hear these people like CA operatives, people flying these planes, dropping them, saying that we did weaponize fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes specifically. I think fleas and were we would drop them. Like the dudes like dark ages. They were like 1972. They dropped them on their backs in the sugar fields to see what happened. And then and to also just fuck with Cuba. <laughs> essentially, they were like, it was fucked up. Uh and then would then after dropping these sick, these sick inducing fleas or whatever ticks they would like constrain the medical resources too, like try to like cut off things so again it just shows the intent it's we like this not, to other countries now so i believe that you know what i'm saying like i that's why i believe all this shit it's we like oh my thing. god and it, it is the yeah. most sick gross way to get back at a country like that's why bioweapons are like a not scary allowed concept. yeah yeah so i mean and so then this other person that was like, again, CIA, they said that they were grown in large kegs and then made into a sprayable powder, like tularemia, tularemia. I don't know. He was saying that there was just a lot of different bacteria and a lot of different fucking things that this they were making and spraying on people and just trying it out. And when you hear about the like Tuskegee experiments and like you hear about the things that they actually, you know, the Pennsylvania the tunnels, the things that they did yes. do and in, in like the Manchurian candidates, the LSD experiments, the fucking it, like we the MK Ultra that they con- had a the congressional CIA hearing where crack- they apologized. Like, yeah. Clinton apologized for MK Ultra. I'm not making this shit up. People think I'm no, crazy about MK Ultra. has said it themselves. <laughs> I can show you President Clinton apologizing for mm-hmm. the vic- to the victims of MK Ultra. So it's like this shit isn't pretend. They do horrible things. Mm-hmm. So is making a weaponized tick and it getting out by mistake really that crazy? Not really. So I don't know. It was really an interesting couple things. Like a, there was two, like I said, two um, documentaries in a book. But I was like, holy shit! It's all scary. What were you saying about the fleas, Lee? You were saying something. Oh, um, people have it, it weaponized fleas back in the medieval Middle age. Ages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, really? Biological warfare, How? Like yes. the plague. To give yeah, people the plague, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they I would see. give people the, their, their enemies the plague. You collect up rats and release yep. them into your enemies' cities, and the rats would play. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. Fling People a bunch of rats at them. You could literally just fling time. them at their mm-hmm. fucking catapult of rats. Throw them over the moat. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been, that's what they actually talked about too. They were like, this yep. has been being used since fucking medieval times, mm-hmm. the plague. So why not now? And why not something crazy and generational? And it seems to be getting worse as it's passed out. Like the kids I saw, I was like, my God, dude. What what I have learned, so I don't know much about ticks, but I have, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've gone to enough vector biology like conferences to know that there's a lot more research being done on ticks and tick-borne diseases. But part mm-hmm. of the reason is because it's needed because populations are growing. Yes. Um, there's not a lot of, I don't know, I guess, untouched space left in the States. Mm-hmm. So as neighborhoods grow and as the climate changes and things are more favorable for ticks to spread, people are getting more diseases. Um, yeah. Or they mentioned that as well. It was like global warming is yeah. making the tick uh, population explode and be banding now where they mm-hmm. can live and longer. Yes. Yes. So again, and that's not a conspiracy. That's just nature. But what a great way to spread a biological way. <laughs> but like we were saying too it's like man if they really wanted to get us they would put it in the cats and dogs you know yeah. like they would just make cats mind control us like why don't they just microchip all the cats and just be like human do what i want like we already do that spice lattes and you'll have an army of fall ladies holy shit all the karen power in the world <laughs> who would fight that army of karens not me uh, not me Mm-mm. somebody no. else <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to tell them apart holy shit it's like a clone <laughs> army holy fuck Whoa. that is terrifying that's good that's good we should yeah. talk to the dod man be like pumpkin spice lattes and cats if you really want to laugh mind control <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> live laugh obey <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> don't die <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i don't know what else i mean birds oh. of course the birds aren't real thing it's well, like they're I mean, already mind controlling <laughs> us with the birds we yeah, know the that birds. don't be I silly heard, i don't know if this is true <laughs> here's another conspiracy i i heard the birds aren't real i heard that too started with like a high school or college student and he keeps trying to tell people that, like, you know, he made up the conspiracy, but people are just so into it that they want to believe birds aren't real. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I think love that's that. what a lot of people I are, as- like, taking it to the next level with that. <laughs> I aspire to be that person that created that. I mean, if you think I about really it. Do. Or like an urban about- legend. Everything in our world is made up anyways. We've all made up what's important to us and what's not. So that's what I'm saying. There you go. I'm trying to make an urban legend about this place in Connecticut, but uh, nobody cares enough about Connecticut for it to catch on. So it's too bad. I'll have to make another one up. (laughs) Everyone's like, yeah, who cares? Who cares if the devil comes here? This place is hell already. And you'll be like, wow, okay, I got to move. Everyone here is very depressed. Nobody even wants a new urban legend to believe in. They're so sad here. Aww. They're like, yeah, yeah. Walking dead. Sure, whatever. And you're like, okay, forget it. I think maybe weaponized squirrels would be next. It's like all these like commonplace animals, right? <laughs> it's the animals in, in plain sight. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why are you going for creepy ticks that everyone hates? Traffic I mean, they're not easy to gridlock. see. That's what? what squirrels will do. Traffic accidents and gridlock. Mm. Oh, yeah. I could that's see that. not... Because everybody tries breaking for squirrels, right? I think so. A lot of people out here do. I don't know. I did. I did the other day. And then I had a hawk at the asshole. He was little. He was like a baby one during the spring a few like months ago. And I was like, what? Didn't know what he got himself into. Yeah, he didn't. He was just like, what? You're going to kill me? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to kill you if you don't get out of the way. And I had to like stop (laughs) in the middle of the road and honk at it. What are you going to kill me or what? He was like, I don't understand. I'm like, wow, you're tiny. (laughs) <laughs> i did break for it you're right i would they should and then if that squirrel got on top of my car and put me in a trance i wouldn't be shocked dude yeah you can't trust squirrels you can never trust a squirrel i trust these skronks out here i was feeding skronks he could have bit me and gave me lyme disease <laughs> i guess most people don't trust skunks. i heard possums like don't have diseases or something like they possum. can't get rabies. rabies they can't get rabies oh that's fascinating so- 
They can't give you rabies. So stop being goddamn scared of possums. They're just I big, like cute possums. rats. They are. No, I love possums. They I don't got a friend. You. They eat your garbage. Just leave them alone. They're very yeah, they're blossom cute. possum. Yeah. As seen yeah. on our TikTok. They look, blossom. They look like I feel sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, no, yeah. I have a cute one. And usually she leaves the, the little baby skunk alone, but she was like kind of, she wasn't fucking with them, but she was like, I know you're so little. I'm going to try to steal your food. And then like. <laughs> It was actually really cute, but most of the time she'll just like let him eat and then she'll go eat his scraps because he doesn't, he's picky because he's spoiled. I spoiled my local skunk. <laughs> he'll like come over and sniff the garbage I leave him and he'll be like, no, thank you. And go look for other stuff and then come back and like grudgingly eat the like. Bitch, I'm gluten free. Why is she giving me this? I know. <laughs> he wants like meat and fish and we just don't eat a yeah. lot of that. It's yeah, just... they love meat. They're carnivores mostly. Okay. They'll eat anything, but they like meat. I didn't know that. A little salami. And, and if they can't find anything else, they'll eat vegetables. Yeah. They won't eat tomatoes or strawberries. I found that out oh, by just too watching them rot in my front yard. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't too, like, them. like acidic for them or something, you know, apple or strawberries and, and tomatoes yeah. have a lot of acid. And I was like, is it a nightshade thing? Hmm. You know what would be nefarious to weaponize? Um, Butterflies. Everybody <laughs> loves a butterfly. Let That's the butterfly true. land on me. Yeah. They could be all the powder in their wings to just be like make you die. Yeah, it's like some nerve agent or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's fucked. See, that's why I'm afraid of or butterflies. F- they could be Or a- even flies would be better because people it's like you can't even catch a fly. Ticks are slow as fuck. They're like on you and they're like, uh, uh, good bite you. You can just be like, get off me. I've had ticks on me and been like, get off of me, you fuck. But like a fly, it's like like all over you. And you're like, I can't catch you. I'm going to fucking freak out. Right. So that's true. Even my cat can't always catch a fly. And cats are much better at catching things than I am. Damn. Maybe the flies are. Do you want to hear like one of the few things I know about ticks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, humans have, we have our microbiome in our gut and we depend on it. Like it's hard to live healthily without our microbiome. Mm-hmm. I know um, what you're gonna say. So oh, I don't. Have, I don't. I don't. Ticks have their own microbiome too, so they have bacteria that live in their parts of their gut. I want to say probably their mid gut, maybe. Um, and they need those bacteria to make like vitamins and essential amino acids that they can't make themselves from whatever they eat. Their blood meals, I assume, is what primarily they need. Yeah. Um, if you get rid of the symbiotic bacteria they have inside of them or basically eliminate their microbiome with antibiotics, they it's really hard for them to feed and attach to their hosts, which is pretty oh, fascinating. That's yeah, not what I thought like, you were going to say, actually. It's, Ooh. And it's probably, I thought you were going to talk about regurgitation. <laughs> well, what's also pretty cool is when a tick attaches and bites, like it takes a really long time for it to have been attached long enough that you can get uh bacteria right to release the pathogens right yeah because they have to be reproducing in the mid gut and it takes them a while to get up to yeah. the salivary glands where they can get wow into them. yeah if what's a while out, like a few minutes like maybe 48 hours like two days so if you're really good about checking yourself for ticks it's it's a good preventative. Like, Except just, they have a numbing agent and then they numb you so you don't even know you're getting bit. Oh, what? When they bite you, they inject uh, ah. a whole host of chemicals they inject. So they need anticoagulants so the blood doesn't coagulate. Right. Obviously, so Leeches have that too. And yeah. mosquitoes also have that. Mm-hmm. So like these oh. blood and vibing insects. That's also what I thought you were going to talk about was that you, they kind of I, I think of it as they kind of puke out of they do. coagulate, right? They I do. thought that's what you were actually going to talk about. They I didn't know the other <laughs> thing you said. I thought you were going to be like, oh, and they barf out this thing and then, then they, yeah. Yeah, that's they, what lets them suck you. So it's even worse. And I thought it was also the regurgitation could carry some of the pathogen. It, they can, like if they if so there's it's already, already too pathogen late. in their salivary yeah. glands, yeah, that can contain it too. But so, yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of like, it doesn't even have to be embedded in you. Like it, it's like, also, uh, I learned that the way I learned to get rid of a tick is totally wrong and don't do it, which is putting a, a burnt match or a lighter to its ass and then pulling it out I've because heard that. Um, it works, but it also, I guess, could force them to regurgitate pathogens into your system that they might oh, not have it okay. because they're like, you're burning me, you know, so they <laughs> don't, 
So don't wiggle it. Oh don't put alcohol on it. Just try to pull it right out. But I, the last time I pulled a tick out, I did it with a match and it did work because it's like an old home remedy, but I didn't know about the great detergent, but I don't like the person I pulled it out of. So whatever. And it was in her pussy. So. Oh, wow. You were doing a nice thing for someone. I was. We were not lovers. It was the top of her. It was her fupa, but still, I didn't want to be there. <gasps> the things I do for my friends that I don't even really like. <laughs> my frenemies. Sorry, I knew ahead. a girl in middle school. She had a tick in her belly button or like really near to her belly button. Yeah. And she didn't know. And then she knew when she saw it. And I was Dingus like, had one in his belly button. Ew, dude. I got to put so tape over my belly button next time I go hiking. Yeah. And she had it in her pubes. And I was like, oh, shit. And she was like, get it out. And I was like, my life sucks right now. And I was like, this give me a match. I always tuck in my socks and I always stay on the trail. Girl, it was in her pubes. She had her <laughs> underpants tucked into her pants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She had a shirt over the pants. Like, it got in her pubes, dude. We didn't go skinny dipping. Like, those shits will crawl. Although she's a dirty bitch. And that was a dirty ass house that we had to stay in. Her mom's house is super dirty. So that tick honestly could have just been in that lady's bed, you know? And then she got in her pubes, to be honest, now that I think about it. But still tucked in, you know? Yikes. (laughs) That's horrible. No, you're right. You got to tuck it all in. You do. Always check. Always check for ticks. I mean, took your pets too. He did. She so we went for a hike. We're out in the woods. She went and took a shower, checked herself for ticks, found it in her pubes, came out and was like, "We can't got it. Help me!" And I was like, "Fuck, man. All right." And then I was like, "Glad it wasn't the labs. It was just the mons or whatever. What do you call the top? The fupa? What is it a mons? It's the mons pubis. Is a yeah. technical term." Yeah, it was okay. up there. Look at me, biologist. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Electric. So I was halfway there. I was like, the mom's pubes. The yeah. mom's fupa. Mom's fupa was where it was. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yuck. But anyway, I mean, I liked her enough to do that, I guess. The ticks I have found on me when I do check myself have all been in my tit area and like going for the heat of my boobies and stuff. Like they're like going down. And I was like, are you going towards my heart? Are you going towards my warm, warm booby sweat? You know what I mean? Like a place to hide. I think they go for like these folds. They and do stuff. go for they their their goal is to hide, yeah. So that they can so, eat as long as they possibly can. Yeah. Hence the belly button, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would yeah. be gross. Good hiding spot. Well, and hair. The thing is, this woman who can wrote you this book touching your belly button and feeling <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'd be upset. I would be yeah. real upset. Dude, I think I have like little, like maybe scabs on the top of my head from the summer because I checked my hair for ticks so much. I was like, is that a tick? And it would just be like, no, that would be just a little zit. And now you made it like neurotically worse because now you always <laughs> think it's a tick every time that scab heals. But like they're everywhere here and I have long hair and I always try to wear a hat and stuff, but still like they crawl. My sister had one when she was a kid right in the center of her fucking forehead. Oh. Gross, huh? Yeah. They're sucks. gross. But I've never had one attached to me. Oh, but this woman, as I was saying, hers happened in her hairline. So mm-hmm. she doesn't even know she got the bullseye rash. Like she wasn't, she couldn't oh, detect it. Was it. Up. Totally yeah. So it took her even longer to detect yeah, it because yeah. she didn't see if she had that. Because there is like a bullseye rash that will come. And that's very, that's the signal. Like, yeah, they're like, okay, here it is. That lets them know is lying. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, but in her research, she said 30 to 50% see the rash. That's a not lot that of people much of don't see the rash. Yeah. That's she's like, I, not everyone sees it. It's only 50%. We're talking um, about half of half of people probably don't see the rash. Yeah. That's going to make it really hard to diagnose. It is really hard. But it's weird when you start about, hearing doctors saying people are being crazy and attention grabbing well, when they literally seem to be in hor- horrible pain. Doctors. Doctors are I hate them. just people, except with extra fucking attitude. I'm sorry, but I know I don't go to them. I mean, I UCR I like you. Had a brand new medical. I don't go to medical doctors. My PhD there, and I spent a lot of time around pre meds. I have friends who are doctors now, but the the arrogance, the arrogance mm-hmm. 
some of these people, the fat phobia of some of these people. Mm. It's disgusting. You have people's lives in your hands, Mm. their health and their well-being, and you're just nothing but a flawed person. And it impacts people terribly. I don't see that a lot. It kills people. It kills people. We put doctors on a pedestal, and we should absolutely not put them on a pedestal. We should hold them to an incredibly high standard, but we should not put them on a pedestal and assume that what they're saying is the word of God. No. Yeah. argue at every point do your own fucking research like just go and talk to like five or six doctors yes yes (laughs) it's okay to do that i don't know why people act like they're god someone's life so no you always need a second opinion but i know so many people are like oh but the doctor said i'm like fuck that doctor who gives a shit exactly i'm telling you to eat turmeric doctor say exactly what what just i say cbd bitch i have three signs michaela and I still say, just because your doctor says it, it doesn't mean you can't question. It doesn't mean I... you can't question somebody else. Last thoughts on ticks. <laughs> <laughs> Open eyes, cats. That would really be the downfall of people. Or dogs. Or dogs. Uh, always, always give your dogs their tick medication. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and good. And your cats. Yeah, and your cats. Because they can get Lyme disease, too. Mm-hmm. There's other diseases dogs can get from well yeah especially avoid mm-hmm. and they okay. can get on your p- mom's pubis and then jump onto your dog or cat so you never know they could come in on your butt cheek and then jump off onto your pet take care of yourself and your furry friends is your backyard plagued with spiders yes are you sick of seeing their sticky white webs all over your crap yeah it makes me barf Are you constantly walking into an invisible spider web or feeling some creepy crawlies around your ankles? Yeah, I hate it. What can I do? Call Spider Be Gone for the most natural spider predator solution shipped directly to your door. Here at Spider Be Gone, we have all the natural predators that control spiders, whether it be lizards or birds or even spider wasps or monkeys. We've got it all. Don't forget to add your aquatic spider killers like leeches, the creature from the Black Lagoon, a kraken, 24 karat octopus, and there's also scorpions, centipedes, tarantula hawks, and of course, dragons. We have at least 14 different kinds of fire breathing, ice breathing, or vomiting acid dragons to kill all the spiders in the vicinity. Don't forget the sneak attack. We have surprise more spiders. Oh, more spiders. Our greatest weapon against spiders is more spiders. Science has shown that the number one predator of spiders is spiders. We here at Spiders Be Gone know this and will send in more spiders to kill the spiders because that makes sense. 25% of tarantula wasps agree. Spiders are the best cure for spiders. If the spiders on spiders don't work, we have level four spider removal, which includes the predator from the predator movie, Luke Skywalker with a lifesaver and baby Yoda. Don't forget, we also have the raccoon from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> and Peppa Le Pew, skunk of Looney Tunes fame. It is widely known that skunks and raccoons are omnivores and love to eat spiders. With these personable marsupials, you'll have entertainment and the spider removal you crave. Do you like snakes? We can get them to eat spiders. Do you like people with five arms we'll make them and make them be spiders don't forget about centipedes nothing stands up to eight legs like a hundred legs it'll stomp that spider into the dust do you want a snake with robot arms we hear we could get that and we will get that for you to eat the spiders do you want a giant helmet that encases your entire body (laughs) to protect you from spiders we'll make that for you deliver it same day don't forget drones they help the aerial attack along with little tiny people riding dragonflies and shooting arrows and their poison darts 
directly into spiders. Mm-hmm. That was the most effective for me at my estate. We've been spider-free for 20 minutes, and I can say it's directly related to spider begone centipedes, and scorpions. I used to have spiders crawling in and out of my nostrils night after night. Night after night, I tell you. And now I haven't had one spider crawl in or out of my nose for years. Thanks, spider begone. I couldn't go a whole day without having a spider web all up in my hair. But thanks to Spider Begons, I have a real hair net now. Thanks, Spider Begon. I really like her hair. It's in a net, not a web. Call Spider Begon today. We'll send over laser beams. The Terminator. <laughs> Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm here to tell you about books and movies. I don't know which theme song to play. Books, or let me tell you about this movie. Books. Let me tell you about this movie. We'll play half and half of each. Yeah, there you go. Books on paper, books on the screen, books that I borrowed or books that I steal. Let me tell you about this movie. Let me tell you about this movie. We are talking about the book first, My Best Friend's Exorcism, written by Grady Hendrix, which, as you probably might have guessed, has been my latest obsession. It won't last long. They didn't write that many (laughs) books so far. They're a newer 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 uh author so i think there's like five books out there for to read five or six and i've read almost all of them this one was real good i liked it a lot about girls again ladies being friends which seems to be a theme and i really like that about grady i like that he likes to talk about women being awesome together and once again often grown-ups being terrible and men being terrible (laughs) it's pretty great so it starts with two best friends and they talk about how they met when they were younger and how this one girl just like wasn't as popular as this other girl who was richer this girl margaret and on the same day she had her birthday, Margaret was like, everyone come over and ride my horses. So like nobody came to her birthday party, but she had been practicing. You'll appreciate this electric. She'd been practicing roller skating. Oh, um, yeah. This takes place um, in the 80s. And so at this point, it's like the early 80s. And so she had seen Xanadu and was obsessed. And so she mm-hmm. practiced roller skating so she could like blow everyone away. She was like, oh, I'm going to have the best birthday party. I'm going to do it at a roller rink. And everyone's going to just see how awesome I am on roller skates so then she has this birthday party and nobody shows up that's terrible <clears throat> yeah so she's super sad but then this weird, weird girl that she doesn't really even know shows up named gretchen and she's like ugh, and she's got weird like super christian parents mm. and so she's like forced to go and then she like hands her her present it's a fucking bible and, and the girl like runs <laughs> and she's like yeah she's so upset she runs away and goes to the bathroom and is like crying like the only person who showed up to my fucking birthday is this weird girl and she gave me a bible she doesn't graduate away quickly well yeah she skated away i guess but okay. she went she was like in the bathroom crying and then gretchen's like dude i didn't want and she like finds her and was like dude i didn't I didn't want to give you the Bible. My mom's just a fucking weirdo. I'm sorry. And she's like, do you want to skate? And they're like, let's go skate. And she's like, I don't know. I'm not that good at it. She's like, I'll help you. And they go out and and they become friends because they go out on the skating rink and they like bond. And she shows her her moves and she's like so blown away. She's like, holy shit, you're so good at this. And she's like, thanks. And she like gets the validation she wants. And then the fucking go-go's come on and they have this like epiphany of best friendship of like skating to the fucking go-go's like. We got Aww. the beat. She's like, you're going to be my new best friend. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm already crying. I'm like, I love this story. So then they become like best friends. They're in high school now and like inseparable. And they go and they do acid, which uh, side note, I thought they were going to take out of the fucking film and they did not. And I'm very wow. happy. They actually have the kids do acid. And I was like, ah, oh, times have changed. I love this. <laughs> so they decided to experiment with acid And most of them are like, this is bunk. I don't know. And something happens to Gretchen, though, where she kind of freaks out and runs into this weird, like, abandoned building that's used for, like, like, satanic shit and, like, bad things that happen there. And essentially something bad happens to her there and she changes and becomes possessed. And no one believes her best friend became possessed. So, of course, like... This is the one whose parents are the Bible dumpers? Yeah. Okay. So 
they're like, oh, she's just sick or something. But her best friend was like, no, no, something really bad happened to her there. And at first she thinks she was just raped. And then she gets ostracized for trying to figure out who raped her. And they're like, you can't say these things. Like the par- the Bible parents get mad at her and they're like, you're sullying her name by saying this. And she's like, I'm just trying to help. Like something happened to her there. And she said someone came inside her. Like, so she thinks that she's raped, but she's like, no, someone like literally. Oh, like but she's also oh. also probably assaulted, though by this entity right so it's like she was but Mm. not by the dude that she thought and is accusing who ends up punching her in the stomach and making her a pariah so she ends up being like a pariah all her friends hate her blah 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 and her friend is super actually possessed and so they go through a whole thing where they exercise her and again i won't get into the whole thing it's really great but it's also like so fucked up and crazy (laughs) that it's fun it's like a lot of the like she has the girl who gets possessed has revenge on her friends who kind of ditch her and it's pretty fucked up and glorious and then the friend who gets possessed was the bible thumper she had yeah. friends she's there's she's super popular Ooh. but then they she like loses her friends because she looks all crazy and smells bad and stuff for a while because <laughs> oh, she's possessed, wow. you know like she actually reeks of like rotting meat and stuff and she's like i can't change my clothes or shower because when i he's the entity sees my bare skin it rips it open and she has all these cuts from the demon on her from when she's taken her clothes off and ew dude ew so she doesn't undress she just wears the same outfit every day and like smells bad and people like are like what the fuck that's gross it rips open her skin but if you didn't think about demons you would think my friend got assaulted right and if she's cutting herself she's dressing bad she doesn't want attention so she thinks it's like not demonic at first but then she finds out it's demonic and there's this whole craziness that goes on but what it comes down to is the girl who is trying to save her friend has to perform an exorcism but doesn't believe in god and so the bible doesn't work (laughs) and this is like one of the best things i've ever seen in my life because i've always felt this way about spirituality and about exorcisms in general and demons so this girl's like, fuck it. The Bible's not working. The demon's just laughing at me and starts being like, like essentially exercising the demon out with their friendship and her love of their friendship. Interesting. And like, yeah. And it's like, it starts bringing up her memories is like, I cast you out with like, boy george poster we got at the fair i cast you out with the summer in 1982 where we saw our first dick you know like whatever like (laughs) like whatever these memories are like i cast you out with you know and then finally the thing that gets the demon out and she's like i cast you out in the name of the go-go's and it works and i'm like wow oh my gosh my it just got goosebumps like when you said that that's so interesting (laughs) so like the (laughs) go-go's which is why that story is so important and I was like, uh, I'm crying. And so that works. She saves her friend. And it's kind of about how they like the demon didn't keep them apart, but time kept them apart as they got older and they grew apart and they had families. And she's like, wow, how did we grow apart when we were like, I saved that lady's life. But how like they end up together at the very end and like how they get to see Haley's Comet when they were kids. And they're like, maybe oh. we'll get to live long enough to see it again. Like, you think we'll be best friends? And they're like, yeah. How often does Haley's Comet come around? Like every... every- hundred or something it was like 84 years or something ridiculous or like yeah it's or something yeah and they live to be in their 80s and they like actually that's and it was like so good it's like they're like yeah she's there when she dies and then she dies three years later they didn't make it to Haley's comet but they tried and I'm like (laughs) 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 so yeah it's really good it's about like female friendships and blah 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 and the devil so I loved it. But then they made a movie of it and it just came out like, I don't know, yesterday or something. Yeah, this weekend. And I was like, oh shit. And so I watched it last night and I knew it was not going to be as heartfelt because it's really hard to get that in a movie anyway. And I knew it was not going to be the way they were going to go with it. But I really knew it was going to be like mm, the highlights of this book because it was an hour and a half long. This movie is an hour 37. So I was like, there is no way it's going to hit the emotional points that I wanted to hit. Like, it's not going to be about women. It's going to be about the weird shit that happens. If I hadn't read the book, I would have had a good time with this movie. It was fun. And yeah, there are gruesome parts. Like there's like a 11 foot tapeworm that comes out of a girl's mouth and shit that they show. They CGI it. It's so gross. It's really good. Like At least it doesn't come out of her butt. No, it comes out of her mouth and her dog grabs onto it and, and like pulls it out of her. And in the book, it's like 22 feet long or so. It's like 18 inches long or something, even longer. 
I'm yeah. just imagining Dr. Lee's dogs pulling a tapeworm out of this person. <laughs> Stop imagining her dog. Her, her dog looks like one of your dogs. So it's, little, <laughs> it's little. It's like a little terrier. He's like, rah, 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 rah. and then he's like, I'm going to get this. And then he yanks it out of her and she's like, <laughs> and then they find out she's like full of tapeworms. It's gross. This it's so good. Be- it's nasty so it's like a lot of that in the movie and like the exciting parts but there's not like there's no ending like that like the ending is completely different and that's great i mean for a movie you don't want it to have to i guess be like you're crying at the end of this stupid campy like kid movie but obviously the book was great the fun it was fun i would say you know at an hour 37 go ahead and watch it this fucking halloween it's really funny and it's good it's like it still has the elements i like in it definitely different definitely different than the book okay good stuff it's It's still got tapeworms it has the tapeworms (laughs) roller skates no (laughs) they took that out that's what i'm saying like they took out the roller skates they took out that whole thing and when she she does exercise her with friendship but it there's nothing about the go-go's it's it's like it's almost like they use boy george instead and i'm like what probably cheaper Probably yeah, they're trying it's to get the rights. Yeah, damn you, Hollywood! <laughs> damn you, Hollywood! It was all right, but the book was amazing. I highly recommend the book. Okay, My best friend's exorcism <sighs> by Grady Hendrix. Have you accidentally summoned an unwanted spirit with your Ouija board novelty rug? We were just playing Twister. Maybe you somehow twisted your way to a hellmouth with that spirit board themed blanket. I'm surrounded by shadow people. Well, you're in luck. Say goodbye to accidentally conjured evil with Demon Chaser, the only exorcism that comes in a handy aerosol spray. Just fill the infected area with Demon Chaser and watch those wretched souls crawl back into the depths of hell. Thanks, Demon Chaser. Make cause runny nose, mild sneezing, coughing, disorientation, diarrhea, and severe cases opens up an even bigger portal to hell and allows Asmodeus and Azazel to appear and tear out your immortal soul. Lesser demons may appear. Do not use Demon Chaser if you are currently possessed or lactating. Ask your spiritual guide about Demon Chaser today. Before it's too late, I'm losing my grip on reality. Welcome back to the Blunders Podcast. We want to just thank Dr. Lee once again for being on the podcast tonight. <laughs> Thanks yes. for having me. Yeah, Thanks we love it. Talking ticks with us Ooh. and spooky stuff. We love it. Spooky stuff. I love the spooky stuff. <laughs> and be sure to learn more about all the things we talked about today by following the links in our show notes. Don't forget to like and subscribe and review our podcast. It makes a huge difference on any platform you're on. And that's what everyone says. So do it. I don't know. Yeah. If you did it before, do it again. <laughs> like and subscribe everywhere. Yeah. Put All a right. comment somewhere, actually. Fuck liking things. Why don't you just say something? You don't even have to like, just say, hey, this is stupid. And that actually does more for us than you liking (laughs) anything Yeah. somehow because the algorithm is stupid. You know what? Next time you see us post anywhere you follow us, say the dumbest thing you could possibly think of in the comments and we'll greatly appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. ahead of time. Good night. Good night. doesn't take over that would fucking suck